Part One, The Rider. The first time you see the rider, they're crossing through the plains in the reservation, their horse cantering. You can't see much of them from where you stand, the evening sun shining on you. You see them again several days later. They've come to trade. You watch items exchanged from hand to hand. The rider never takes their hat or bandana off. They never speak louder than a whisper, never say more than a couple of words. They trade five deers for a saddle blanket woven by your mother. Then the rider leaves, kicking up dust in their wake. Many moons pass before you see the rider again. They arrive with a storm, dark clouds on the horizon. Your mother offers them shelter inside your house, but they decline. They settle under the cover for horses, resting their head on their pack. You try to see their faces. They take their bandana off, but they cover it with their hat. By the time the storm has passed, all that's left of the rider is a brown paper bag with vegetables. They come back the next day. A shotgun is slung over their shoulder, their boots touched red with blood. They sit with your community during dinner, and you wonder if they can speak the language. Their bandana is pulled around their neck but you still cannot see their face. You wonder if you ever will. They leave in the morning. You'd heard stories of women who rode west to start new lives, girls who traveled to the sea and never came back. You never wanted to be one of those girls. The fire races across the dry plains faster than the rider all those years ago. You take a horse, a bag with everything you own, and a blanket woven by your mother. The air is thick and heavy. Your eyes burn. You must ride. You head southwest, crossing borders. You think briefly of the rider. They always came from the west. Day in, day out, you ride. You follow clues for the rider. Everybody knows of them. Nobody knows them. You keep searching. Your bag gets lighter and lighter. Soon, all you have are the clothes on your back, your horse, and the blanket. You've left a trail of pawned items across the southwest. Sometimes, when you're lying all alone in the desert, you can feel the burn of the fire on your face, the thick choke of the smoke. Other times, you watch the sky, the immovable star to the north, the cold man and his wife turn around it. You feel chilled, too. You reach the sea at some point, and you know you've gone too far. You watch from the top of the hill as the waves roll in and out. The sea scares you. You ride on, back towards the east, close to the border. Here, more people know where to find the rider. You meet a doctor. A sawbones, she says, as she wraps your blistered hands. She doesn't give her name, but no one ever does. Far from the big cities on the coast, anonymity is prized. No one lives out here unless they don't want to be found. The man down the street from the Sawbones says you've got a nice horse. He offers to buy it. You decline. He stands up from his perch on the stairs. He's twice your size. He stares down at you. He grabs your chin in his hand and spits in your face, calling you a frigid whore. You kick him in the knee. You ride on, searching. You were asked to describe the rider by the sawbones. You know that their hair is short, 
sometimes recently shaved, sometimes shaggy. Their skin is tanned and freckled. They are short, still taller than you, stocky build. Are they a man or a woman, asks the doctor. You don't know. The woman laughs. Of course it's a man, she says. No woman rides alone to trade. It's been many years, you say. The sawbones laughs again, but it's a dry laugh. He's probably dead, she tells you. The fence surrounding the paddock is well kept, the path well trod. A wicked wind blows, kicking up a dust. You slide off your saddle and walk towards the lone house in the field. A woman sits on a wooden chair on the veranda, her gun glinting in the sun. She looks up at you. She stands up, loads the gun, points it at you. She says something, but it's lost to the wind. The message is understood, however. Get off my land, you panic. You've come so close to finding the rider. You put your hands up and get closer. The shot just misses your foot. The horse speaks from the ground. Your mouth fills with dust as you lie on the ground, face burning under the sun. You roll over, coming face to face with the barrel of the gun. The woman frowns, calls you Dine. You nod. She pulls the gun away from your face and walks back to the house. You push yourself up and brush off the dust. Following the woman, you watch as she holsters her gun, a dangerous glint in the leather. You tell her you're looking for someone. She slams the door in your face, leaving you standing on the old wood outside. You wait. She comes back a while later, letting out an annoyed groan when she sees you still standing by the door. You tell her you're looking for someone. Someone who is said to live here. The woman shakes her head. It's just her, she says. No one else, she says. You stand alone in the setting sun, tattered skirt flitting around your knees, blanket around your shoulders. There is nowhere left to go. The sun sits low on the horizon. You shiver, pulling the blanket closer to you. The nights are colder, days are shorter. It has been two weeks since you arrived at the woman's house. She hasn't given her name, but that's to be expected. You haven't given yours either. In the desert, you have become nameless, and nameless shall you stay. The woman rarely speaks. She spends most of her day in the plains tending to her horses and cattle. You watch her sometimes. In the evenings you cook dinner, always food from home. The woman never says anything about it. After, you sit outside watching the sun slip off the side of the earth. Chased by the moon, you wait for the North Star. Watch as husband and wife turn round the campfire. The woman offered her bed to you. You sleep there alone. You don't know where she sleeps, if she sleeps at all. One morning you wake up as she is gone. The next time you see the rider, they're coming down the path, sitting high on their horse. You are sitting on the porch, repairing the woman's trousers. The woman left three weeks ago. The rider climbs off their horse, catching your eye. You are afraid, but you keep watching, waiting. 
The rider takes their hat off, displaying a long braid that falls down their back. A red scar cuts through their eye, it's fresh. They pull their bandana down and they face you. It is the woman. 